Welcome to The Blonde Even The Blonde, Season 2, Episode 12. How are you doing, Mr McCarthy? I'm doing very well down here, thank you very much. Are you? Yeah, I'm all right, a bit tired. <laughs> <laughs> We've just said that, everyone's tired at the minute, aren't they? Everyone's tired, I don't know why. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm all good, thank you very much. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> We've we just had this conversation on where. Tired. How are you? You're tired. Yeah, I'm tired. Are you yeah. tired? Yeah, I'm tired. Exhausting, isn't it? Exhausting. I know. I think sitting in front of the computer for however many hours. We were six hours on the course yesterday. Yeah, we were. It was a long, yeah. Was, well, I said it was a long time. It didn't feel too long, did it? But it's quite tiring for some reason. I don't know why Zoom courses are so tiring. They are. They're really tiring. I know. Yeah. I think no, you have to concentrate a lot, don't you? And I think just looking at the screen the whole time as well. Yeah, yeah, no, it's difficult. And you have to look at who's talking, don't you? It's not, it's not, there's not the natural flow that there would be like in a normal room with people. Yeah, it, it, discussions are really still good because you have to, if somebody jumps in, then say, oh, no, no, after you, oh, oh, uh, 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 uh. whereas when you're in a room, we just talk and it ebb and flows and. I know, and when everyone's got their thing on mute and then you ask them a direct question, then they have to lean forward, <laughs> unmute it. <laughs> and then they can't get it unmute. Yeah. <laughs> They're tapping on the screen. Yeah, sorry. It's yeah. funny, really, because we should all be really used to these Zooms by now, shouldn't we? But every, every meeting I go on, like when there's more than one other person, there's always someone that can't connect to the audio or they can't, the camera's <laughs> not working or... <laughs> Oh, the con, the con, um, get the unmute, the unmute button quick enough. Know. The conversations moved on like five topics. No, it was a nightmare. We had a committee meeting last week, and the chairwoman, she could, I mean, she just couldn't get her thing to work. And I was trying to say, I mean, it took like fifteen minutes before we even started the meeting. I was like, "Have you got an iPhone?" You. <laughs> <laughs> You're not the most patient with people when they're struggling with technology. <clears throat> None of us were the most patient when 15 oh. minutes had ticked past and we were still sitting there waiting. Really? <clears throat> yeah, quarter to eight at night. Oh, man. Oh, you had a meeting last night, didn't you, on a Sunday evening? We had, and I've got another one next Sunday. Wow. Working Sunday evenings. What the hell happened there? I know. Well, you know, I didn't used to work Sundays, but um, I've got a lot of meetings this week. And... and this particular group, the, the instructors were said, oh, you know, Sunday seems to be the best night for them, but actually half of them couldn't make it in the end, oh. which was really frustrating. But then um, one of the girls wanted a meeting, so she just set it up on the Sunday night. And I thought, oh, another Sunday, <laughs> two Sundays in a row. And then I went back and had a look and I can't do any night anyway this week, so it has to be Sunday. Oh, blimey. Well, it's good to be busy, isn't it? Yeah. At least you're working and busy and active and whatever. Yeah. Well, I'm out training two nights this week, which is really cool, so I don't mind. That'd be really nice, won't it? Yeah. So I've got tonight off, woohoo, because it's Kenny's birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Kenny. It's the Graham's birthday. And then I've got a, a training session, a, a, like for me, I'm getting trained tomorrow night. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, out with the dogs. No, that's not right. Wednesday and Thursday out with the dogs. And then Friday, uh, I've got the night off. Oh, 
Friday night. Well, that's your pizza night, isn't it? Pizza night. We didn't have <laughs> pizza last week. Oh, we didn't. No, we didn't. We went out to Indian <clears throat> restaurant in Straven, spelled Strathaven, but it's pronounced Straven. Oh. And I know, I know, honestly, we drive along and I go, how do you pronounce that word? How do you pronounce that place? And Kenny's like, I don't know, but you're Scottish, you should know. I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, so I went through Straven to a restaurant called The Tall, and it was just the most amazing chicken curry I've ever had. Oh, nice. Amazing. Chicken, chicken, tikka, chicken, tikka kerma. Lovely. Do you have poppadoms? No. Oh. I, I'm really glad we didn't. I brought half my kerma home. So oh, did you? Yeah, oh God. Not have a naan bread either. What? You don't have a naan bread? Yeah, I brought half of that home as well. Oh, do you have it for breakfast the next day? No, I had it for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had, I had, um, I had a couple of bits of the chicken for lunch on Saturday, and then and then when we had a break yesterday, I went and had another couple of bits. <laughs> oh, it did was you? Cold. It was lovely. You told me you had a protein bar. That's cool I did. Well, that was for lunch. <laughs> that was I had the protein bar and the frothy for lunch. But when we had a break in the morning, do you remember I had a cup of tea in the morning? Yeah, you couldn't help yourself. <laughs> I had a bit of chicken. It was it's a, it was amazing. So we did um, a chef's platter which was uh, pakora and... Uh, well, that's nice. Oh, pakora is beautiful. It was, there was a vegetarian pakora, veg, vegetable samosa, chicken pakora, mushroom pakora. It was lovely. Oh, nice. And dal as well. That was just like little... Um, <clears throat> oh, I can't remember what I was calling it. It was like the chef's platter for starters, which was delicious. And then... Oh, that is nice. Chicken tikka kerma, but I couldn't eat it all. It was I was stuffed. Oh God! And how was your belly on Saturday? <laughs> grumbly. <laughs> <laughs> it was a bit grumbly. It was. Yeah. It was processing away. No, I know I love an Indian, but I don't love the yeah. Not not the next day. I don't. <laughs> it, um, well, it's chicken kerma was pretty mild, so it was fine. Although it was yeah. quite spicy. Kenny's Kenny had a. Um, a chicken tikka balti, which was amazingly so irritating. <laughs> and was it was more spicy than he bargained for, yeah, but it was wonderful. It was yeah, wonderful. oh no, that's a bit much, isn't it? I'm not that brave. <laughs> it was, it was, baltis are great, but it can be quite spicy. Yeah. Oh, that's lovely. And um, I was thinking I was about your refried beans you? the other day. Uh-huh. And um, one day what I'm going to do, I'll try them again and I'm going to have them in a wrap with something ah okay so i'm just gonna put my glasses up on my head to get my hair out of the way um, <clears throat> that's better. so they're really good on um fajitas so if you do like chicken yeah. and and so you you wrap your tortilla and then you put your refried beans and then you put your um fajita stuff you know your peppers and your chicken and then some doritos and then wrap it up and it's amazing yeah, I don't think I'll have the Doritos, but yeah, no, nice. But it's nice on natural layer bake as well. Do you do nachos? No, not often. Okay, so it's nice on natural layer bake as well. So if you just do like a cheesy bake, no chilli, and then put um, guacamole and sour cream and refried beans and taco, it's lovely, taco sauce. Yeah, I shall stock up. I'll give them another go. Give them another go because they are really yummy. Yeah, they They're just don't really look yummy. As... Yeah. Just look and smell a bit like cat food, don't they? <laughs> well, no, they don't. don't. <laughs> they, they look and smell like mashed up refried pinto beans with lots of garlic and 
Do they? Yeah. I feel I look like whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No. <clears throat> no, maybe I did it wrong. <laughs> How funny. Oh, my God. So how, what else is happening in, in London? What's happening in London? Apart from the rain. Apart from the rain. We've got heavy rain at the minute. We haven't actually. We've got sunshine. It rained this morning. got wet. Well, electricity, not too bad. But sunshine now. It's quite a nice day at the moment. Brilliant. Um, yeah, no, not a lot happening. I don't know what's happening, really. don't know what's happening with COVID and all that. So just ticking along, doing my own thing. Well, we are out of level zero today. That's it. Is it? The restrictions have gone apart from, I was checking them out before I came online. Um, we have to wear masks indoors in public places and on public transport, and we still have to keep the distance in hospitality. But that's it, done. Oh, do you see? We don't have to do any of that. Well, we have to wear a mask on public transport as a condition of carriage, uh-huh. which is not the law, but it's, yeah. Um, and you don't have to wear it in shops or anything, but people still do, uh-huh. which is quite cool, isn't it? And I spoke to the Kennel Club this morning about the courses, got a course in about three weeks' time. Oh, good. To see what their regulations are regarding whatever, and they don't have any. Wow. So is, is Crufts going ahead next year? Yeah, I think so. Well, depending on what happens in the meantime, yeah. Have you put your application in? No, not till September, probably next month. Next then, month. Get that. Okay. Awesome. Mm. Yeah, hopefully we'll go, yeah. I haven't really discussed it. Brilliant. Yeah, be good, wouldn't it? Not far away now, really. I know the the last two years have just gone a bit mad, haven't they? The time. Mm. Yeah, it's quite mate. Well, it's quite. I don't know whether it. I don't know why, but yeah, is it age that the years just fly by? I don't know. Yeah. And the days and everything. I mean, literally, yeah, it's crazy, crazy how quick it's, it all goes. It is strange how it works, isn't it? Because when you're young, the days just drag or can drag, and then. Well, I remember like a six-week summer holiday when I was at school. I mean, that felt like a year. Do you know what I mean? Like the whole six yeah. weeks off school was amazing. Now six weeks is like nothing. Do you think it's relative to how long you've been alive? So like when you look back <clears throat> or, or when you just think about it, you know, I'm 50, I can't remember how old I am. How old are you? 44. 54. 54. Mm. And so when you think how quickly the last 54 years have gone. Yeah. Then, then, like, it just, I can remember, I can remember sitting in the caravan at Malham's Farm, where I used to go riding when I was a kid. I started riding down there when I was seven. And we used to, they had, they had this caravan in the yard. And um, when it was raining, we all used, well, we all used to pile in anyway, but we all used to pile in. So Stan Malham died when I was 14. So it's like pre-14 you know, 12, 13 times I was aged and um, we were all sitting in the caravan and it'd be freezing and we'd be sitting in there playing cards and we'd take our shoes off and we'd sit. It was just like these little two birth that you, four birth that you hitch up on the cards, you know, the chap them in the, like, the old oval shape. Yeah, proper old caravan. Old, yeah. Old-fashioned caravan. And um, we'd sit on these narrow benches and we'd sit opposite each other and we'd kick our feet off, kick our shoes off. We'd tuck our toes under each other's legs and bums to try and warm our feet up because it was so cold. Yeah, yeah. We'd sit and we'd play cards. I've got no idea where this is going or where it's come from. We'd sit and play cards. 
and smoke and stuff and drink tea and um and one of the girls Janice was 16 and I thought she was so grown up yeah and and uh savvy and just like she was a grown-up she knew everything and I can remember really clear clearly like Janice was 16 she was just like oh my god she's 16 do you know what I mean and there's some well someone that was 54 54 <laughs> They would have been ancient, wouldn't they, if you'd known someone that was 54? Like your gran. Your gran, and yeah, so like 16 was like really grown up and really um, mature. And there was a girl called Debbie Wales, where we used to go, we used to go through to, um, oh, I can't wait, South Liam, South Liam Estate. Oh, there's the Spaniel again. <laughs> that might be the Borjo arriving. Um we used to go through the, the South Lean, um discourse and there was Debbie Wales and she was just the most amazing dancer. She she used to, you know, when Northern Soul came on or any punky stuff come on, she would hit the dance floor first. She's just a fantastic dancer. She got me in loads of trouble with my dad. But <laughs> um, she was an amazing dancer and she was like two, three years older than me. Yeah. And I just thought, wow, she's just awesome. Awesome. It's a big difference, isn't it? Oh, Two or three yeah. years. Yeah. Two or three years at that age is massive. It's massive. Yeah, she went on holiday with her, with her gran. I, I can't remember about her parents, but she went on holiday with her gran. She sent me a postcard. And it said, having a great time, got pissed. That was it. Oh. <laughs> my dad saw the postcard and went absolutely ballistic. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He was just... He You're just, not seeing her again. <laughs> well, I was grounded for a long time. Oh, what? Because she got drunk. Because <laughs> she got because she got drunk and said she got pissed and put this on it. How dare she sway and blah blah blah. Oh God, you know. Yeah. Oh dear. I got in so much oh. trouble because of Debbie. But oh you, God, no. You have these when you're little or when you're younger. Um, there's just like really cool people. You know. Oh my God, she's got she's got the top of her ear pierced. You know. And, <laughs> got a nose piercing yeah it's funny isn't it it's is funny what you do I remember when I was um you know sort of 50 I couldn't wait to be 17 so I could drive uh-huh. and the years just they just took eight like every birthday but like oh two three years to go and then I could drive and then uh-huh. and now I've been driving for about 500 years <laughs> <laughs> don't exaggerate <laughs> just feels like it oh it does doesn't it yeah. What was your first car? <clears throat> Mini Metro. Oh, I, I knew that. Yeah, I knew- B449. Oh, I can't remember the blooming thing now. I was going to impress you with the registration. <laughs> MLF. <laughs> was it? Yeah, little what burgundy color? one. Burgundy. Burgundy, yeah. And did you bomb around on it? Did you have furry dice? I didn't have fairy dice, no. I probably had a cool little air freshener or something dangling <laughs> from the, the rear view mirror. No, and then after that, I had a lovely Fiat Uno Turbo. That was lovely. That was like a dream car. Was I it? Crashed, yeah, crashed it twice. Oh, my God. And so that had to go. And after that, I had a horrible, you know, remember Vauxhall Nova? Oh, yeah. I had a Vauxhall Nova saloon with a boot on it. Oh, not a saloon. A saloon with a boot. with a brown a saloon. Brown interior. <laughs> It was, oh, it was horrible. I had such a lovely car and then I had this horrible blooming 
Because you could get some quite sporty looking Vauxhall Novas, you know, which <laughs> my friends had. And I had this, it looked like your granddad's car. It was awful. <laughs> <laughs> but at least I had a car. At least you had a car. What was your optimum car? What was the one, like, when you were growing up and you thought, oh, I want one of them? Oh, a Vauxhall um, Manta. Is it Manta? Yeah, I think so. I remember them. It was a... The Manta or uh, Mantra? I don't know, I'm just Googling it. Um, Mine Vauxhall. was a Capri. I wanted a Capri. My brother. Yeah, Vauxhall Manta, sorry, yeah. Vauxhall Manta. They were nice. Oh, they were so not... And I, I used to... They were so nice. They were very dolphin-y, weren't they? Yeah, they were a bit like a Capri, but not. But they... um. Oh, I used to phone up with the insurance companies to see how much the insurance would cost me to get one. And it was great. I mean, there was no way I could ever afford that. <laughs> no, I'm looking them up now. You've got me looking now. What did you have if you couldn't have a Capri then? Um, I had... Yeah, because the Vauxhall Manta reminded me of dolphins. It just looked like a dolphin. My first car was a Talbot Sunbeam. Oh, <laughs> posh. I know. Really posh. I bought it with my sister. And um, it was like a champagne colour. I can't remember the beginning of the registration, but the end of the registration was UES. And oh. um, and I painted it. I did a spray job on it, so I painted it white. Oh, God. One of, yeah, a real boy race. And I got these amazing um, uh, wheel thingies, hub cub caps. Oh yeah, it was really sporty. One, my brother-in-law Bruce, her, his mate Jimmy, did a spray job on the car for me, and I went inside and I painted the interior white. You know, it was amazing. And it was it. It sounds like a disaster. It, no, it was I'm, amazing. It was a bit of a I'm boy. Thinking race. it looks like you've covered it in tipex. No, it was a bit of a boy <laughs> race. I thought it was stunning, and um, and I sold that for a lot more than I bought it for. And then I got a little mini, um, eleven hundred mini. Wow, proper back in the day when they were actually minis. Back in the day when it was the mini. And it was really fast because it was 1100 on this this little matchbox on an 1100 engine. (laughs) And it used to cut out all of the time in the rain. Oh, yeah. Because the the distributor cap, you see. So you'd have to go in and you'd have to spray the distributor cap with WD-40 to try and keep it. And then also it didn't always start. So I used to keep this big screwdriver (laughs) and a hammer in the back of the car and if I couldn't get it started I'd whack the starter motor with um put a screwdriver on it then whack it with a hammer to get the starter motor to turn over oh my god I know and the amount of times I had to push it in the rain and people are happy to help you push your car when it's not raining but when it's raining yeah not happy not happy at all no do you remember um, I've, I've just remembered about do you remember the choke you had to pull the choke out you had to pull you? the choke out and you yeah. had to, if you didn't flood the engine i know and then you forget to you'd be driving along for an hour and then you'd see the choke still stuck right out <laughs> you've got to put it back. but it was like the steering wheels and the steering wheels on the cars were absolutely huge my, my mini steering wheel was almost the same size as my bloody car you know and you try and turn yeah. it and you didn't have to go to the gym because just turning the wheel we well, didn't have power steering power. or anything, did you? And you had to it was just... down the handles. And... Yeah, physical. Yeah, no, you had to. Did you not have a steering wheel cover on it? 
No, I didn't. But what I did do is put a sport wheel on it because the steering wheel was so huge. <laughs> um, one of the lads I was going out with at the time was a bit of a petrol head. And he changed the steering wheel for me and put this little fat, um, sporty steering wheel on it for me. Oh, nice. That's nice. Now, I used to have, um, I can't remember what car I had. I think it was on the Orion. I had a, um, yeah, like a sort of leather, not, it wasn't leather, but like a plasticky imitation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> all little dots on it. Yeah, that's it. All little dots. <laughs> It was almost like shoelaces pulled round to tie it on a little bit. Yeah, no, that was the bomb. That was, that was, yeah, I'd made it then. Oh my God, how funny. Yeah, it's amazing how things car? change, isn't it? What, what? Did you have a sporty, have you had a sporty car? Only the Fiat Uno. Um, what else did I? So what did no, you, you, so right, go through your car. So you had your Metro, then your Metro. Then you had Old Man's Nova Saloon, you think? Old Man's Nova Saloon. Then I had um, quite a sporty-looking um, Orion gear. Okay. That was nice. A black one. Everyone used to think it was a Mercedes. <laughs> oh, do you remember yeah. the old Granadas? Yeah, I do. I wanted one of those as well. It's about them. Yeah, I do. Um, what was it? Kind of, I'm looking these up. What, what was the brand of Orion? Orion Gear, G-H-I-A. But was it a Ford? Yeah, Ford, sorry. Yeah, Ford Orion. Yeah, got it. Oh, God, that was like a, that was like a, um, a, an XR3i with a boot, wasn't it? It was like a... That's it. Look, they're all there nice. Something I'm looking at them now. I wouldn't mind another one. <laughs> <laughs> My sister no. had an XR3i and then she had an RS Turbo. My sister, Denise. Oh, no. Yeah, I, she, I, she I had a sticker. I used to go to Halfords and I had a sticker saying RS Turbo, but it obviously wasn't. <laughs> yeah, no, she, had, she had a white XR3i and then she had a bright, bright red um, RS Turbo. Amazing. All lucky. Yeah. So then you had, after your Orion, you had. Oh, and then after the Orion, I had a Sierra Estate for the dogs. Ah, Okay. Which was nice. It was nice. That was it was a G Reg G nine one BJB. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that was a nice car actually. That they, was they were big cars. They were big, massive, great big long car with a great big boot. Yeah, it was really long. Um, and then I had a Dayu after that. I think a Dayu. Yeah, it was like a um, looked like a Vauxhall Astra, but wasn't like a copy of the Vauxhall Astra. D. How do you spell it? D-A-E-W-O-O, -O, I think. Oh, yeah, Daewoo. <laughs> I think it's like, um, I think they bought out Datsun or something. Did they? Yeah. Okay, which, which one? I don't know what it was. It looked like a Vauxhall Astra. Oh, here we are. I think this is, oh, no, not that one. Um, I think it was the same body as the Vauxhall Astra, but... Um, okay, yeah. But with a different engine in it. Okay. Yeah. And then well, I didn't like that much. Um, and then I think I had two um, Vauxhall Vectras. Okay. Then a Discovery, then VW Touareg, and then an Audi Q7. No, you had you had because you didn't have a Discovery when I met you. You had some. Oh, a Pathfinder. Pathfinder. Yeah, Pathfinder, yeah. 
That must be it then. That's not a lot, is it? I thought I had loads of cars. That sounds quite fair. How does it? Yeah, you change your car quite often. You change your car even more than I do. Well, I do, well, I say I do a lot of driving. I don't know. I used to do a lot of driving, but mm. not for the last couple of years. It's quite good, actually. This Nobody's done much driving for the last couple of years, have they? No, no. No, this has kept it quite low, which is good, isn't it? Yeah. The Scottish government is still recommending people work from home. Are they? Yeah. I think they do here, if you can. I thought Boris wanted people back in the office. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it changes all the time, doesn't it? Changes like the weather. Changes like, well, that don't change much, does it, at the minute? <laughs> oh, it does up here. <laughs> it's constantly changing. We, oh, it's um, we, we're having problems with water at the minute. Like, there's a mains bus just up the road from us. So Kenny had a shower this morning. I was, he, he came in the kitchen and was like, oh, your hands are freezing. He says, yeah, the shower was cold. What do you mean the shower was cold? And yeah, problem with the water, like the the water's not coming through properly. And I had a bath yesterday and I put bubbles in it. And um, and it was like a greeny colour. And I thought, oh, that's funny. Normally it's purple because I put purple redox in. Yeah. Oh, oh, dear. It's a bit green. Well, now I know. Oh, you'll have to go and jump in the lock instead. Oh, God, no. I will swim around there with Nessie. <laughs> yeah, drive 400 mile. <laughs> <laughs> drive up I'm the just... Loch Ness. It's only, I think it's like 300 mile or 400 mile or something. Oh, is it really? Yeah, Ooh. I don't think it's that far. I think it's just for us to drive up Inverness is about three hours, I think. Maybe it's a bit oh, more. Blimey. Oh, give it a miss then. Give it a yeah. miss. Have a good I thought you meant the little lock around the corner from me. <clears throat> there are no monsters in that one. No. No, four hours. It's a four-hour drive from here God. to get to Loch Ness. Have you been there? Yeah. Yeah, I used to work alongside it when I was a kid. When I was a oh, kid. Yeah, when I was... Um, there's a little place called Drumna Drocket, which is a little village on the on the outskirts of um, the loch. And I, I went there when I was... I was 17 because I drove myself in my Talbot Sunbeam. And, um, yeah, I mean, it was a, a good old, just like, five hours from my mum's where I was living. So I drove up, Oof. and it was it was awful. I, I went up for an interview and everything, got the job, went up, and hated, absolutely hated it. She, um, she wanted us to do riding for the disabled, but I was only 17, and I didn't know how to teach disabled children how to ride and... You know, it was it was just awful. So I went back home. I left. Yeah. Oh yeah. Don't blame you. Horrible. Yeah, it was awful. It was awful. Very long way to go for a job, isn't it? It was, but it seemed like a good job, but it wasn't. It's always no. like, you know, you, you don't know until you get there what it's <clears> like. No, you don't. What did you do after that then when you went home? Uh, I went home. And so 17, and then I think, um, God, what did I do? I taught, I taught riding on the weekend. I, I started working in the sewing factory, and then I oh. left the northeast when I was 18 and never went back. I was done. Why did you leave? 
there was just nothing there for me. No. Well, there wasn't anything there for anybody, was there? But they all stayed. <laughs> well, okay. So my sister was living down in Worthing at the time. And um, she was, she came up, my friend got married. I think it was the 5th of March and my sister, or the 22nd of March. And she came up for her wedding. And I went back down to Worthing with her because we were coming back on the 5th of April for one of my sister's wedding. So I went down to Worthing for three weeks for a holiday, got a job and stayed. Oh. That was it. That's all right, isn't it? I bet it was quite nice. I bet it was nice when you got to Worthing, isn't it? Quite a different place. Oh, my God, yes. It was It was amazing. It was so clean and... Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> it was in colour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was in colour. It wasn't in black and white. And... The thing that struck me about Worthing was because um, I lived there for twenty years. You know, I stayed in Worthing. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. But oh. we, we went from Worthing. Uh, I moved down Worthing nineteen eighty six, and um, the thing that struck me was you walk down the high street down Montagu Street, and just on the right hand side there was a big house called Corn Dollies, and it absolutely blew me away because in the window it was all sweeties and pastries and cakes and stuff. Do you know what I mean? And um, I'd never seen a baker's with so many um, so many cakes in the window because <laughs> in the northeast it's very savoury. You know, yeah. like you have you have like pie shops, like mince pies. I remember going in and saying, "Have you got any mince pies?" and um, in your butcher shop and saying have you got any mince pies and they said this is a butcher's this is not well yeah you know I wanted like a mince beef and onion gravy pie <laughs> and it was just different terminology you know and um but yeah corn dollies just had like raw upon raw upon raw of like custard slices and well I had to try everything didn't I shoe buns and eclairs and I systematically worked my way through corn dollies cakes were amazing <laughs> and put weight on and but in the northeast, and I don't know if it's the same in Scotland because I haven't really seen it. But in the northeast, you'd like walk down, um, you'd 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 walk down King Street in South Shields, in the main street, and there'd be girls. I say girls rather than women because normally they were quite young. They'd be walking along with our buggies, and the kids and the buggies and the kids would be having a Savaloy sausage in the hand, oh, and okay. wrapped up in a napkin, and that would be the Saturday morning treat, you know, a warm Savaloy sausage. Yeah. And but then the contrast is you'd be down south. You, you know, I mean the kids would be like in that bless them, they'd be in their buggies, in their snowsuits, you know, like these big padded like ski suits for kids, you know, these these yeah. um snow snowsuits. And they'd be sitting there with their little bright red noses and their little mittens munching on a hot Savaloy. <laughs> In, and we're talking March, okay? And then down in Worthing, you'd walk down the high street and there'd be kids with just like T-shirts on and their buggies with sun hats on, eating a cake. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just <laughs> the contrast. I was I was 18 at the time and the contrast just completely blew me away. Like a different world, isn't it? It was a different world. And it's so different, you know, in, in like in the northeast and also in Scotland, you can't go into a shop and come back out again. You go in and every, they bend your ear for half an hour. So you go in and and you get to the point where when I was visiting the north, if I was visiting the northeast of Scotland with Kenny, you go, oh, God, I just want to get in and get out. 
<laughs> I don't. You become very like anglicized or very southernified, and, and yeah. When I again when I first moved down south, it was just it was amazing because it was warm and it was sunny and and I and loved, nobody talked to you in shops and nobody talked to you in the shops and you'd walked I'd walk down the street because you know I was working in an office for the first time in my life and. Um, and it was in the 80s, so there was like power dressing, you know. So I and and I used to wear like really tight pencil skirts and high heels for work. <laughs> Very different. You know, really nice, like a nice suit, pencil skirt suit. And and I'd be walking along like really jauntily down the street, like really happy because it was sunny and I didn't have thermals on. And um and you'd see people you go, morning, how you doing? And they'd look at you as if you had two heads, you know. Yeah, I bet. And yeah, I was 18. Oh, God, it's funny, isn't it? How long did it take you to get used to that, ignoring people in the street? <laughs> a few years. A few years. It was, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. Yeah. And then you, you, it becomes the way of life and you, you become very, um, and Mrs. Dreaming, you come very, very closed. You know, you... Like when we lived, we lived in London. When we come back from Australia, uh, we were out in Australia in 1990. We came back. We lived in London for a while, and like that, you become very not shut down, but you very protective, self-protective. Yeah, you're very sort of insular, aren't you? It's very kind. That's of, a good way. Yeah, very insular. Yeah, yeah. anonymous. That kind. Of, yeah, that whole thing. Yeah, and sometimes it's it's nice, and sometimes it's not. I think, I think after being on the south coast for a few years. And then living in London, it was better. But I know a couple of people I met along the way who who moved like from Scotland down or moved from from the northeast down. They really struggled with it. They couldn't cope yeah. with anonymity. Whereas you know, in times everybody speaks. But it's good because you know, I I hate that everybody knows everybody's business. And I know we talk quite openly on here. And when I go live, I talk quite openly. But I only tell people what I want people to know. Yeah, no, exactly. And no, exactly. I like living in the city because you can't, like I said, it's it, well, I didn't say, did I? <laughs> no, but you're about to. <laughs> I haven't said it yet. <laughs> no, I like living in the city just because, yeah, because of that anonymity. And although I've got like really nice neighbours here and stuff, and people are really friendly in the park and whatever. But um it's busy, isn't it? There's no they don't know your business. They don't know who's visiting you. And all, do you know what I mean? All of that yeah. stuff. So, yeah, it's quite, yeah, I much prefer that to like village life. Oh, I saw a car on your drive on Sunday. It was that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, I hate that. And I don't know if it's because growing up, we had such nosy neighbours. And I can remember, you, you know, when my mum and dad went away, my sisters would like have parties and stuff. And then I can remember one of the neighbours grassing up my sister for having a party and she got in so much trouble. And just, you, you know, they were constantly watching everything that you did. Not that we were rebels much, but at the same time, it's like, don't, you know, don't grass me up for smoking, don't grass me up for doing this, don't grass me up for riding a horse backwards down the high street or whatever the things we used to do, you know? No, I know, I know. But I, I was like, I grew up in a little village tonight in Oxfordshire and... um. I meant my um, one of my mum's friends told my mum that she saw me smoking, <gasps> and um, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I did smoke, as you know, but um, I wasn't smoking when she said because I was out walking the dogs. Right, I never ever, I never did. 
smoke when I'm walking the dogs. But she saw me walking the dogs and said I was smoking. I wasn't smoking. That really annoyed me. <laughs> that, <laughs> Remember that still. The the worst one I had is I was riding a horse. Um, I was I was riding a horse past the bus stop. I didn't realise my dad's car had broken down. I was getting the bus to work. Ooh. And I was riding a horse and I'd literally just put my ciggy out. Okay, so I was riding a horse down the main road, didn't have a hat on, didn't have my riding hat on, just just got rid of my ciggy. Horse went ballistic, started cantering sideways down the road. And my dad was at the bus stop. There was me on this horse, out of control, no hat on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, no. No, that's horrible. <laughs> it was. It was. I got, I got in big trouble for that. Yeah, I bet you did. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, I really, really got in trouble for that. But, um, yeah, it's funny. It no. is funny. Yeah, it's funny. It's funny, really, isn't it? All those things that are so important to you at the time. And now, of course, looking back, neither here nor there, is it? Do you know what I mean? I know. I know. It's age. Ha, it's age. Yeah, it's funny. Mm, so when very did you strange. Talk about walking dogs? Because we we both it's really funny because um when I was younger, I used to walk a neighbor's dog, I used to walk Mrs. Brooks's dog, dog Lassie. And um we both walked dogs for neighbours, but you charged and I didn't. I did charge. I started when I was eight, because lots of my friends had like paper rounds and stuff, because we all wanted money, didn't we, to buy cigarettes and stuff. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> 27 pence for 10. Chocolate. I know. I know. Um, well, it's about 89p for 10. Um, so, yeah, no, I started when I was about eight and walking a little Yorkshire Terrier uh-huh. called Teddy for £7 a week, for a pound a walk. Wow. And then I did um, another little dog at the same time, Spikey, and then a German Shepherd, then an old English sheep dog, then a poodle. So I used to walk them all, seven pound, like pound a week each, a pound a time each, seven quid a week. So actually, it was all right. So by, when I was 18, I think it was 18, 19, when I bought my first house, so the deposit that I'd earned from walking dogs. God, you're <laughs> so good. Yeah, it's it all right, wasn't it? Yeah, I have quite a bit of money, really. I used to keep it in the drawer. <laughs> wow. I did it for free. I did it for love. I used to walk a dog. I used to ride people's horses for them. I would have done it for free, but I didn't tell them that. <laughs> <laughs> Did they offer to pay you or did you go, this is my rate? No, after after starting with the Yorkshire Terrier, uh-huh. I, I used to put a letter through people's door. Because people used to work, you know what I mean? They used to go to work, leave the dog at home all day. Yeah. So you know, I'd just go around and get the dog out and go for a walk. But you're rattling off um, pedigrees, whereas when I grew up, the only, there was only a couple of pedigrees I saw. There's very, very few pedigrees where I lived. Yeah, no, they, we had pedigrees. No old English sheep, dog, Labradors. Yeah, no, border collars, all sorts of stuff we had around. Yeah, don't remember many crossbreeds, really. Spiky was a little crossbreed. Uh-huh. But, um, yeah, I don't remember. I didn't, I hadn't really seen that many Labradors until I saw Bart's brother. Oh, no, Labradors were quite common, but that was in the 80s, wasn't it? So. Yeah, whereas I'm talking 70s. Mm. That's yeah. In our street, there was loads of um, crossbreeds. There was like Schnauzer crosses. There was the the pedigree that I really remember was Laddie across the road, and he was the big, um, the really really huge 
border collies. So, but you know, in in the full mane. Yeah. Um, not the working collie. So he kind of looked like a rough collie, but classic black and white. Yeah. He's beautiful. He was a really, really long nose, really beautiful dog. Um, and then there was a guy around the corner had a German Shepherd and everybody else had crossbreeds, including myself. I had a little mutt. And yeah, amazing. No, there was like Irish setters, um, Spaniels, Labradors, few German Shepherds. Um, yeah, I suppose, yeah. My sister had a set of cross. Uh, she, I, she might have been a flack. She wouldn't have been a flack but she would have been a flack called cross. Um, Brandy, her dad was a red set, and I think her mum was a flack old. Can't remember. Mm. She looked. She looked like a, a flack old. Yeah. So there were pedigree dogs around then. Yeah, but not not many. No. Not many. Too expensive, I suppose. Too expensive. You know, black and tan hangs 57s, really. Mm. I had a little black and tan bitch. And then well, I did had... you... uh-huh. Was that different when you got down to Worthing then? Did you, didn't you see more then or didn't you notice? Um, didn't really notice. I mean, I, I was in Worthing when I got bought. So that was when I, I started. I mean, a lot of them had... Um, that's not true, actually. There was a couple of the guys at the farm had staffies. Staffies were a thing yeah. in the northeast. And they, funnily enough, that started when I was about, I was probably 12 to 14. Some of, not, they weren't my friends, actually, but some of the kids at school, boys, they started getting these little staffies. And they were then, they were proper little staffies, you know, like you see in the yeah. breed ring. Yeah. Um, but that's, that seemed to be the, sort of the start of the trend, really. So that would be... Late 80s, early 90s, late 80s? Yeah. yeah well, mid 80s, mid 80s. A couple of the guys who went the form, it was normally Terriers, so Jack Russells, Lurchers, you know, but again, all crosses. You, yeah. You know. And then there was a couple of the guys that had uh, staffies. One of them had this beautiful um, red staffy called Bruce, who I remember really clearly, little Bruce. Mm. He was gorgeous. And then, um, on the at the stables when I had my horse again, Jack Russell's lurchers, you know, like dogs with purpose, really. Um, that was when I met Barney Bruce, um, Bart's brother. Uh, Staffy crosses, you know, Staffy cross, hem cross kind of thing. Mm. Yeah, and then but then when I was in Tyneside, I had a black and tan bitch who, her dad was. Would believe he was a Labrody cross. He's a big, big black dog. He's called the Horse of Dunstan because he was a huge oh, really? dog. Yeah, he was massive. Paddy, he got Tara. She was, um, she looked like a pharaoh hand, black and tan pharaoh hand. That's what she looked like. Oh, wow. Yeah, so she was a whipper, shepherd, something or other. <laughs> and so those two were the parents of my Kim, my black and tan bitch. <laughs> were they? Uh-huh. Did the dogs just run around the street, just mazing with anything? They did, yeah, just... they did then. They did then. Yeah. You know, they, they, and, and Paddy, Paddy actually broke into my sister's flat to get Tara. He he broke down the back door to get to her. So my sister oh, I... used to live in um, in Dunstan, which is where Gaza's from. And uh, at the graveyard, she her the back of her flat looked out over the cemetery, the graveyard at Dunstan. 
and this big black dog used to hang out in the graveyard all the time. It was really quite scary when it was foggy. Yeah, it sounds like a film. It was. It was really interesting. And then he, do, do you remember Billy Elliot? Have you seen Billy Elliot, the film? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so do you know the outside say, toilet where he's doing um, a lot of the dancing? He goes, he goes out in the yard and there's like all of the, um, all the outdoor toilets and stuff. And he, he does a toilet and he does a dance in the toilet. And I'm trying to think, Town Called Malice is the dance that he does in that. No, but I can't that remember was that. like my sister's yard in Dunstan. That's what it was like with the outdoor toilet or the outdoor netty, as we would call it. The outdoor oh, toilet. Yeah. And, and you'd go down a couple of stairs down into the yard and then you'd have to, she had an outdoor toilet. And... So the dog broke in, in in the yard and then broke into a back door and got Tara. <laughs> he was, you know, he was a blooming hooligan. He was a sex pest. Oh so God. he, yeah, he broke in, caught Tara. And Amazing. In what, season. what did she do with the puppies? Sell them? Did no, he gave them away in those days. He didn't sell your puppies in those days. They weren't pedigrees. Amazing, amazing. Sell them. So I got Kim. I wanted to call her Candy, but my dad wouldn't let me call her Candy. <laughs> so she was called Kim. And um, my sister's boyfriend, who's now her husband, Bruce, he got Suki. And it was really funny because the litter, um, Suki looked, she was staffy shaped with the markings of a Oh, yeah. And Kim was lab lab shaped. She she was lab shaped, but she had the markings of a German Shepherd, and she had the German Shepherd coat. She had that real fluffy down yeah. undercoat. And so yeah, same <coughs> same litter, you, you know, completely different markings. Amazing. Now, if you had that crossbreed now, you'd sell them for three grand a pop. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Decided dogs. Yeah, no. Yeah. Given away, I went to good home, and then I got um, Sabah, who was my sister's friend's puppy. He was the last one in the litter. She kept him, Brindle, Brindle Mutt. Amazing, he has had these big standy up ears with all of these like wispy bits coming off them. Yeah. Uh, and and back in the day, back in the day, so it would be 1982, no, 1984. Um, couldn't house train and was going to get them put to sleep. Oh, wow, yeah. Because that's what they used to do. Can't yeah. train this dog, get it destroyed, get another one. Yeah. And so I took, took little Sabre on and trained him, house trained him, trained him, and then we homed him with a family. And then Aww. I moved south, and then I moved down south. Oh, what happened to Kim then? Did she go with you or she's dead by then? She's dead by then. Yeah. Oh. I know. Memories, eh? All this um, long time ago. This is a this is a reminiscing one, isn't it? So, <laughs> what about your first dog? Oh, my first dog was a Jack Russell called Demi. Uh-huh. <laughs> she was from a farm, fifty quid. <laughs> well, was she your dog or was she your mum's dog? No, she's my dog. Uh-huh. How old were you? Fourteen. I've been wanting a dog for years, uh-huh. and um, <clears throat> we'd been on a family holiday and um, seen this little broken coated Jack Russell. Okay. And um, my mum just said to me, I'll just let him have a dog. So my dad's as long as it's a small one. <laughs> and then when he's older, he can upgrade it. Because my dad used to work with cars. He just thought you could upgrade your dog. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a German Shepherd when he wants, you know. You can tr- trade that one in. 
<laughs> but that's what they're doing the gundog world yeah well, it is what they do and it was what a lot of people do so yeah she was uh, yeah sweet little dog she had a little undershot jaw uh-huh she had like a jaw like a little egg box you know what i mean oh yeah bless <laughs> yeah yeah sweet so yeah and then what did you get <clears throat> german did you shepherd have Demi? She, I let, when I left home, she stayed with my mum. Uh-huh. And um, by that time, my mum had got a German Shepherd. And, and my dad had gone. <laughs> <laughs> Get rid of the husband, upgrade the dog, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was the last. Yeah, that was the end of that. Um, so, yeah. and, um, and then, yeah, I moved out and got the German Shepherd, Zach. <clears throat> oh, is that when you got Zach? Yeah. So yeah, I got him. I, I think I don't know. Moved out about a week and then got him. Um, I was so funny when I met you because I didn't know you. That sounded double Dutch, but I, you were you were quite well known in the dog world. Um, I don't know if you can remember. I can remember it really clearly. I don't know if you can remember it or not. And I don't. I don't think I'd met you at that point. I think you were teaching, and I was about to do a course with you. Yeah. And you lost sack. And yeah, so, yeah, I remember. I did a course the weekend after, yeah, it's like the day before or something, yeah. Yeah, and I emailed you and I said, oh, I'm really sorry, I hope you've got nice memories, nice photos. And then you wrote me back and went, yeah, he's in lots of books and videos. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, you yeah. did. I said, it's okay, I've got lots of memories, he's in lots of photos and videos. And I went, oh my God, who is this guy? And then I met you, <laughs> and then I met you. Yeah, no, he is, I mean. Even now, you still see things like films and stuff. You still see things where he pops up, and you know, even the books and stuff. Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's quite cool, isn't it? <laughs> it is funny. Yeah, because yeah, I said, was... I can remember sending an email. It was just before I met you. It was just before, just before the course. I think he must have died just before the course. Did. I think it was a couple of days before. Yeah, but he was um, what was he? Fifteen, I think. So, uh-huh. um, and how long ago was that? That was. 14 years? Jeez, yeah. 2008? Don't know, probably about 14, 13 or 14 years ago anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, long time. I know. No, it was 2007, <laughs> so it was 14 years. Was yeah. 14 years. Can't believe it, can you? That's crazy. I know. My God, 14 years ago. <laughs> What a yeah. reminiscing one we're having to do. I know, I know. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> I know, my God. So, mm. um, okay, so you then had, what did you have after after Zach? Oh, I had... Um, you had, oh, had at the same time, didn't you? Yeah, well, no, I had Axel first, who I got from the RSPCA... And he was like a badly trained, abused security dog. Is he the one who bit your arm? Yes, he's the one that put me in hospital. Um, and then another German Shepherd Kane. And then I then shared a house. My housemate had um, a Staffy uh-huh. and a German Shepherd. So Zach lived with them. And then, yeah, Vico. Mm-hmm. Then Bill came along. And then, yeah, all load of Rottweilers, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> rotty, 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 rotty. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 
Yes, a little bit. I mean, she's lived with a lot of dogs. She has. She's 18. So she, yeah, she was with Zach and Vika when they were quite young. God, kept them all in check. Yeah. Do not yes. near, come near my cushion, otherwise I will have you. Yeah. No, she, she, she could always bully Vico, but Zach was very much in charge. Was he? Yeah. Yeah. I remember the very first day I bought her home, like Bill, I remember, like, brought her into the house. She did a wee in the hallway. I was like, uh-huh. um, this is a disaster. You know, what earth have you kind of got this dog for? And um, then she went to bite Andy. Then she went for a woman in the street. Then when I went to put her out of bed, she tried to bite me. And um, anyway, I remember feeding the dogs. We were having the house renovated at the time, so I was feeding the dogs in the hallway. Uh-huh. And um, she went into Vico's bowl and just started gobbling away his food. So uh-huh. he just got out of the way, shot out of the way and let her finish it. And um, then she tried that on with Zach, and um, he just picked her up and threw her down the hallway. And that was the last time um, she ever tried to take his food. <laughs> I bet it was. So yeah, that was it. But yeah, but she was she was used to stick her head in Vico's if she had finished dinner before him. Uh-huh. She was something I can you remember watching the video of her before you got out, and it was just like bite, 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 bite the whole time, you know. Yeah. Bite the hand, bite the arm, bite the boob, bite the crotch, bite the leg, <laughs> bite the foot, bite the arm, bite the hand. Yeah, she was a feisty little thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really funny. Yeah. No, she's a little sweetheart, isn't she? <laughs> yeah, she's lovely. She's very yeah. sweet. She's a darling. Took her to the vets the other day. They were amazed with her. They were so impressed with her. Uh-huh. So, yeah. She's doing How's she doing? She's doing all right, yeah. I took her, she had a little bit of a cough um, and a periodic limp in her front leg, but that all seems to be a bit better now. But um, ah. And she's had her hair cut, so she's quite short now. Bless her. All, all her lovely ginger locks have, yeah. So she's she she looking really white now. Because yeah, she's kind of like grey, wasn't she? Yeah, she's got a little frosty face. And um, no, she, people keep asking me, people say, how old's your puppy? Well, it's, not, <laughs> it's not a puppy. <laughs> Oh, bless her. Yeah, no, she looks quite cute. She's like a little teddy bear at the minute. (laughs) Brilliant. So cool. Yes. So there we are then. That's that's memory lane done, isn't it? That was memory lane done. So now for the next generation, how's Hooga doing? Oh, little Hoogie Boogie. Uh Yeah, he's a little darling, actually. He's been really good the last week or so. Good. Yeah, very sweet. And what about Emerus? He's a feisty wee so-and-so. Is he a feisty wee so He is a feisty wee so He's flat out on the bed at the minute. He, um, his bed, not my bed. And, uh, yeah, just giving him amused, playing games. The game this morning has been bring me a toy, sit down, get the toy, go on your bed, bring it back, you know, just anything to amuse him. Yeah. But he's, they he's go through little stages. Well. It's good, isn't it? I, a couple of weeks ago, it might have been last week, because obviously puppies, but very young puppies, sleep a lot, don't they? Uh-huh. And you know you don't. So I know you never feel like they do or whatever, but they do sleep a lot. And um, then they get to a stage where they don't sleep quite so much. I know. Like, really? <laughs> I've got to entertain you again? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it goes through, you can't take your eyes off them and it's exhausting. And then all of a sudden they don't need to sleep as much and it's exhausting because they're constantly there. Well, amuse me because normally when I'm awake, you're amusing me. I'm awake. Amuse me. I know. I'm like, you've been, you've been walked, you've been fed. What do you want? Go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But no, he's, no, I'm quite pleased with them at the minute. So all up and down, and it all kind, you know, little journey with them. It is, and I didn't think he was as far on as Dante when Dante was his age. And um, so I went and had a look at the videos, you know, the platform videos. And I was like, oh my God, he's really further on than Dante was. Oh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Not not as much, um, not as steady in the six days or anything, but bloody hell is retrieving is much further on. That's good, isn't it? The thing is, they're all different, aren't they? I haven't done nearly as much with him as I did with Ida, but I've, he's walking off the lead now. And um, Oh, really? Yeah, I saw Wanted a dog. Heel off lead? No, just walks in the park off lead. And I uh, saw a dog came around the corner. I don't let him off with loads of dogs or anything, so I haven't on a long line or anything with that. But, um, yeah, a dog came around the corner with a jogger, and he was quite close, and I just whistled him, and he came away. Mm-hmm. Um, so at the minute, we're doing all right. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little chat. He started guarding the house a bit as well, which I like, so that's good. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, Emerson so, yeah. hasn't yet. He hasn't started warming yet, thank goodness. But, um, yeah, I let him off the lead now and I have little games with them when we're out on the field. Oh, that's he, did, nice. he did the big walk. I don't know, did I tell you he did the, the dog walk, the big walk? So we went, yeah. did I tell you we went down the main road? Down the lot? No, no, we did, we've done another big walk. So we went... Um, down the track, so as you go out, you've got like 50 paces to the field, and then you've got a track which takes you all the way up to the Lanark Road, which is the main road, A73. Yeah. And then, so this is the walk that I do with the dogs, and then you go along the A73, and then you come down like a gravel track, and then you're down where the copse is, where the waterfall is, and then you go along a, a, a very um, a very overgrown track at the minute. And so that is about a mile and a quarter I think about a mile and so yeah. I did that with him the other day oh and he was really that. good and we walked past the field with a sheep in it and he totally ignored them and he ignored the traffic the traffic was moving quite fast he ignored them that's um, cool he didn't he he was really good walking in like all of the overgrown grasses and and then we came back oh. and we cut across the field let him off the lead on the field on the way back and um, he came home and slept for four hours. It was wonderful. Oh, amazing. You want to do that again? <laughs> um, yeah, the plan is to do that a couple of times a week. Yeah. Oh, he slept he for that. He doesn't need to do it every night. day. Sorry? No. It's nice, isn't it? It's nice when they sleep and they're content. Mm. So I'll build up and take them through the woods and then and then there'll be like, a, a, I mean, there's about six different circuits I can do with them. So yeah, I'm, just, I'm nice. just starting to introduce him to the different circuits on the walks now. But he doesn't need a big walk like that, you know, every day. No. So I'm doing stuff with them. I take them on the field and do training. And... Yeah, no, I don't do quite big, long walks, but... I mean, a good big, long walk, but it was only about 25 minutes, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah. No, well, it sounds like a great big, long walk all it down, like the, a great big, long down walk. the Lanark Road. <laughs> there was a lot to it, you know, down the gravel track, then down the road, then down the gravel track, then down an overgrown pathway past the school, across the field, so it's like past the sheep, you know, massive yeah. socialisation walk. Uh, Hooger's not seen any sheep yet, I haven't done that. Seen I don't horses. Know or not. He was too busy, I was too busy marching along the Atlantic Road with them, with was <laughs> going past, with sheep in the corner. Uh, no, nice, isn't it? Is it horses yet? Got horses around you? No. 
No. Horses. Oh, no. yeah. Who, there are horses, but I haven't done that walk yet with them. No. Hugo Cena has been to the yard a couple of times with some, a couple of friends when he was very young, but not recently. Yeah. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. So, yeah. what are you up to for the rest of the week? Rest of the week, I am um, doing what I normally do, which is um, emails, marking student work, seeing clients, writing reports, walking dogs. Um, <laughs> tick, 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 tick. Yeah. You get any tick and list going? Repeating that the next day, pretty much. Yeah, I've got a few clients in this week. Um, about it, really. What about you? Um, well, I get my bar joint today, which is very, Ooh, very exciting. Good. It's been Lucky Kenny on his birthday got seven weeks. Oh, we're going to do it tomorrow. Seven weeks. Oh, right. Fair enough. And then we're off to the higgity piggity for lunch tomorrow for Kenny's birthday. Higgity piggity. piggity. What's that? It's a little cafe on the way to Edinburgh, and it's lovely. They do the most amazing food. It's just a little cafe. It's wonderful. Oh, nice. So gone there, and then, um, and then I'm off doing a. Uh, Spaniel work on Tuesday and retrieval work on Wednesday and then and then going for lunch with a friend on Friday and then uh, on Saturday I'm going to the Japanese gardens with Mara. Oh that'd be nice. That'd be nice. I've not been before. It's in Dollars, just it's in up in Fife. So that and it looks amazing. Oh that'd be so And they've got tea rooms, so tea and cake. Kicking a coffee after we've walked all the way around the Japanese gardens for a couple of miles. Perfect. Can you take your dogs to the Japanese gardens? You can take them in one part, but you can't take them in the other. But it's Saturday, oh. so I'm leaving them at home with Kenny. Yeah, that's fine. Well, it's his birthday week, isn't it? Give him a treat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take them for a big walk and then I'll leave them with Kenny and then I'll go and walk around the Japanese gardens. Yeah. They look amazing, actually. They look really good. Oh, well, I look forward to hearing all about that then next Tuesday. Yes, next Tuesday <laughs> indeed. So I shall see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Have a good one. See ya.